Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Staying positive about being negative. I've had COVID for the last 10 days and I'm here to testify that it's not that much fun. Funky is a good starting point, going way, way downhill after that. Flu-like symptoms described by some only begin to pinpoint the multiple body alarms going off all at once. And if that wasn't enough, I was quote-unquote lucky enough to get the drug Paxlovid, which is said to stop the virus from replicating. What is not mentioned is that you wish like hell something would stop the effects of the drug that is stopping the virus. All in all, this was not what I had envisioned for the last weeks of May. I finally tested negative, which is a good thing, but by this point I was so down and out I could hardly work up any good feelings about it. Yes, I was thrilled to know that sneaky virus had been booted out. And yes, the thought of going outside the house did hold a lure. But I have to confess that all I really felt at the point I tested negative was mopey. Once I stopped sneezing every three minutes and my head began to clear out, I realized this was not a foreign feeling for me. When an emergency arises, I find I am Johnny on the spot. I spring into action, or lay low, as was the case with COVID, doing what needs to be done until the situation is resolved. There is no panic. I'm clear-headed about what needs to happen, and I'm able to address the situation with alacrity. It's afterwards when the threat is passed that the downward spiral begins. I seem to be unable to skip over this part of my process, no matter the severity of the situation. I cannot find any praise for myself in how I responded. Instead, worrying about what the next emergency will be and if I'll be able to withstand that. I feel like all my resources have been drained dealing with the emergency that just occurred. I lose my footing, instead wandering around in a fog, wondering how to make it through the day. I wonder if Wonder Woman has days like this. Does she ever feel like her tank has been drained and she just has to wait until it decides to refill itself? These are the kinds of things one wonders about when one is rendered incapable of action. I know I can consult my guides and they'll be helpful, but they too seem to be lost in a fog, so thick I don't have the energy to try to reach them. I can get up and attend to one of the many things I let go of during COVID, but they seem so big that the amount of impetus needed to do that is just beyond me at the moment. This kind of miasma followed my cancer operations and it took almost a year for me to get myself back on track. When I think about it, any attack on my physical being seems to sidetrack me to the point I can hardly make it from one moment to the next without a nap. I try to think what I should do, but fail. I'm incapable of doing what needs to be done, whether it be laundry or lunch. To say I'm in a fog would be a kind way of describing my inabilities, and that in itself makes me feel bad. 
However, my testing revealed I am negative, which in this case is a good thing. So, against all intuition, I'll try to be positive about being negative. This could be fun when I think about it. Being positive about being negative requires nothing of me except an open mind. Okay, opening my mind to something this random is not my usual method of operation, but it can happen, right? And from that way of thinking, what's the drawback? I would think zero. In fact, I notice it wipes out quite a bit of my judgment about this or anything else. Another sensational new perspective. Case in point. My hot water heater broke down on Friday during COVID. Naturally, I wanted immediate attention, but was told no one would come out to solve the problem while I was sick. Now, this hot water heater was less than eight months old, had failed inspection twice, and I'd been going back and forth about it for months with the company that installed it. I'd made the acquaintance of people all up and down the food chain in that company, and in the end, my vociferous insistence on help resulted in a young man and his apprentice coming out that very day. He spotted the problem, a leak in a pipe that shouldn't have been there in the first place and the reason for the inspection fail, as I'd already been told. After an hour or so, he left to get a part. Two hours later, he returned with the needed part, which he told me the company owner had persuaded the supplier to give to him instead of someone else. I was impressed with his ability to get done in one afternoon what no one else had been able to do. All went well until, just as he was getting ready to leave, the alarm started going off again, signaling water in the pan below the heater. He held up the sensor, showing me it needed to be dry and level before the alarm would stop. He pulled the plug in and out, repeated his explanation multiple times, and as I heard it again and again, I began to wonder what was going on here. Finally, I realized I was witnessing his mental process as he went through what was needed, and I realized he would not give up until that sensor was safe and silent. So he kept at it, and 30 minutes later, he smiled and showed me the sensor safely nestled in the drip pan. No alarm. I realized I'd just been privy to a remarkable dedication, as well as a way of addressing the issue that was completely new to me. Stay calm, repeat what's needed, let it go, and wait for an answer. That was exactly what I needed on a Friday afternoon when the hot water fell down on its job. This young man had appeared and solved not one problem, but two. Hot water was now available, and one person was out of hot water, in a positive way. So here's what I have to say about all this. When something negative shows up, be as curious and positive as you can, because negative will give you what you're looking for. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.